Xavier, Tabitha shouted as she ran across the picnic, hiking up her dress and all, all of its folds, skipping daintily across from corn relish to corned ham to corn on the cob until she reached the trampoline. Xavier, she said again, watch how high, watch how high I can go. And she jumped and her tremendous bosom did too. That, of course, was a reading from Wuthering Heights by one of the Brontes, Emily, probably. If that's not right, please write into writersroom at writersroom.com, maybe. I'm Jack Piss. I'm the host of this show, and I'm joined today, lucky me, he, 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 joined by... My best friend, a co-worker, uh, co-writer, often, Connor Doyle. Connor Doyle. Hi. The, the loquacious Connor Doyle. And joining us also... Thank you. Joining us also with very good, very exciting, very big get for this show. We have the illustrious and the... Lusty, uh, uh, Alanis Percocet. Hello, hi boys. Lusty as ever, guilty mm. as charged, and that's perfect. I'm happy to see happy to see rosy cheeks and bosoms in the studio today because uh, what we're doing, actually, uh, we're doing a Harlequin novel themed writers room. A Harlequin writers room. It's uh, going to be uh, boys and girls and everyone in between only show. Only, About, only all genders. Only all genders matter. All genders only today. I have a fully brown t-shirt that says that. It mixes all the colors of the rainbow, and it says it's great. all genders matter in brown. Jack Piss, you're an ally, and I've always said that about you. Except for the time you said the hard F, but, you know, we have moved past that. Yeah, started out as the Axis, became the ally. Am I right? I you switched love sides. to like see that. Italy. It's a real Zuko story. It's a me, Jack Piss. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Connor, Connor, where do you stand on this whole issue? Are you an ally? Look, I don't like to take sides. Uh, I don't like to pick genders. I don't, I don't even like to pick the colors of my house, but I will say this. Uh, yeah, 100%. I support all genders. That's great. Hell yeah. You hear that TD Canada Trust? Maybe throw us some money now. Are you ready? Oh, oh maybe only in June. I'll try my luck again in June. Now, Alanis Percocet from the Lona and Lonely podcast and beyond. Have you read a lot of the horny novels or consumed horny movies we call Harlequin? My brain is full of horny stories, horny moments, sort of horny fantasies at all times. I did have a doctor tell me that were I to read Harlequin novels, my brain would be overcome with haunt is, uh, is how he, <laughs> how he laid that out for me. Uh, there was a lot of technical jargon, but he did his best. And he did tell me the the brain contains a certain amount of phlegm. And that mm. phlegm can get agitated and turn into oh. haunt, haunt phlegm, haunt, haunt and phlegm. S- yeah, so, haunt so is, in that instance, where I read the Harlequin novels, I would become lusty, as you, both of you boys know me to be, of course, but to a degree that would be detrimental yeah. to my health and detrimental to the health of people around me. And I would have to be bled of, you know, of my humors, of, oh. of the phlegm. Wow. I would have to be, I would have, have to, to be drill siphoned. Into your head? Yeah, it's it's sort of a, Leech. it's a leeching situation. Trapan. And so he, 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 he doth bade me. Yes. Mrs. Percocet. Shit. Thou shalt... Okay. Avoideth the the Harlequin. You have famously, well, not famously, but you have a uh, medieval holistic doctor, which is really interesting, very niche. Uh, how'd you find this doctor? Well, a, he's a witch. Well, don't say that. <laughs> he's a Come witch. On, don't say that. No, let's be honest. He's a witch. Um, 
That's I'm not being crazy. He lives in a hut in a swamp with a pointy hat. He's a wit. Um, it is. Like, um, like a it's a rustic abode, Connor. It is a rustic abode. I will. In and I, um, who doesn't love sort of the cottage core aesthetic? Very big on Instagram it's not right rustic. now. Rustic. It's got like holes in it. It's wet all the time. There's like moss well, and like mushrooms growing we, out of the side. We mm. all have holes in us. Uh, where I was just going to say that. And Great stuff. Great stuff, Lonnie. Really I agree. I'm stuff, full of yeah. holes and totally wet. Thank you for bringing us back to the subject matter at hand, by the way. Mm. Mm, yeah. Be getting wet. I have a, Ooh, I have a Harlequin Ooh, fantasy. cheeks and bosoms. Mm-hmm. I have a Harlequin fantasy script that I've been working on. Uh, I've been looking for the right time to bring it up. The right sort of uh, PG-13 to, to X-rated moment to bring it up. And this seems like it. It's pretty steamy in here already. Uh, air quality's really dropped. Um, I'm blushing like well, crazy. Well, that's just my humors. Um, I did have to get a little bit of, of drilling, a little bit of leaching done on the phlegm. Yeah. Unfortunately, gross, I did recently gross, watch a very okay. horny movie. <laughs> I watched Uh-oh. Kramer versus Kramer. Have Boys, have you seen this? So I've never seen I this. never have, and I've always assumed it's just Michael Richards in a kind of face-off situation with himself. You would think that, yeah, but it is screaming the yeah, N-word. Yeah, unfortunate. Unfortunately. Uh <laughs> but it is actually uh, a a sort of family drama oh. and the sexual tension between Dustin Hoffman Kramer and and and, and Meryl Streep. Kramer? <laughs> Kramer and the, the titular Kramers, Kramer the and the titular out. Kramer, the sexual oh. touch between the two of them just okay. bust Ooh. my horn. And now, I had to take myself down to yeah. my doctor, down to his hut and have a little bit of leaching done. And that's why mm-hmm. there's sort of, um, there is vapor sort of forming yeah. thanks to the, the, the moisture. And there's kind of what looks like maybe melting hair gel also coming from the sort of your mm. your uh, hairline yeah. is that yeah. <laughs> maybe you're yeah. thinking about this movie to her like well okay i went with lonnie when i broke my wrist yeah. lonnie took me to her doctor we'll call him he told me to bury a toad well did you that's a euphemism dude he was being rude i don't it's, wait well i would be rude too if he was getting up in my face yeah i think so i think he didn't I think he didn't wasn't taking you seriously. Like maybe he didn't believe that you broke your wrist. It's like saying go pound sand. Was uh, me go bury a toad. What the fuck? What the fuck? Healthcare in this fucking okay. country, right? It has to be sad. It's broken. The wait times are insane. You have to see a man in a swamp. Um. So what are we doing? Who's or, or do you have a book? Hey, Jack? first of all, I don't like your fucking tone. We're, we'll get there. We're having affable <laughs> preamble talk right now. Okay? I'm looking at my no, watch. No, no. This is really nice. It hasn't nice. moved, this which means really we still nice. have tons of time for this bit. Okay. <laughs> okay. But yeah, we're, we're going to do... All right. We're going to do this. No, I'm glad, to, I'm glad there's enough space hey, for this hey, big bit. Sorry. Call me your little muffin over here. You, were you sitting on something hot? You got a good script you want to read? Is that why you're so freaking bothered? I'm just hot and bothered by all this talk of randiness and the, like maybe just well, the haunt is building up in my brain. Just going to get worse, so you better learn to deal with it or else we're not going to be able to record this episode because the way I well, figure we got two to three horny-ass Harlequin scripts to get through. And one yeah. of them was written by... Well, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of... Somebody's going to have to sort this thing out. This I has been a really good outlet for it. me uh, <laughs> to sort of um, express the glands of my haunt. Uh, to mm. really just sort of let that go, and I'm yeah. really excited to to bring I mean, this to the writers' room today. I wish you told us to put down newspaper or something, but I, it is yeah. an honor to see you expressing yourself so uh, freely. Well, um, Jack, news, you know, smells like earrings in here. Yeah. <laughs> Print media is dead. Um, that's why we write scripts, baby. Uh, so mm. he, speaking of scripts, God damn it. great segue, Jack. Another little gold star on the segue gold board star for you, babe. For Jack. Um, we're or gonna are we moving on. Talk, uh, yes, Connor. That's what segue is. 
going to do a script. Sorry. We're going to do a little script I wrote. Horniest little script that's ever come through this show. Uh, probably quickly to be dethroned by whoever comes next. But this little script honey, is called... whoever's coming next, it's probably going to be me, honey. This is going to be a horny script, honey. So, uh, okay, great. On top of the ooze <laughs> and vapors wow. coming out of your head, there's going to be... It's getting horny in here. Yeah, oh, I look forward to it. It's going to get wet and wild in here. All right, kids, if you're listening to this, you're bad. Go to bed. This was definitely not for you. Uh, so this this script's called, Have You Seen the Muffin Man? Uh, Jack, that's me. You're going to play narrator? Okay. Gladly. Uh, Lonnie? Yeah. Uh, I'd love you to play Gretel. Gretel? Gretel, okay. Yep. Uh, Connor, you're going to be playing. Yes. Grandel. Okay. Mm. Hey, I can see that for, I can really see that for him. Yeah. Gretel and Grandel. Thank you. Yeah. All right, here we go. And what kind of... Uh, no, no, okay. go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Get your little questions out. Uh, what kind of... Like, what? Where, where's the set? Oh, what kind uh, of- medieval, medieval town, Austria, maybe. No accents. Uh, no accents in this town for some reason. Um, okay. Uh, and <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, misty, moody, uh, late summer. Misty, early, moody. Early I haven't fall. seen her in ages. My gal, oh, Misty, she's still moody. Misty. She went missing on the moors. Oh, my. That's bad news. Yeah. If anyone's seen my friend terrible. Misty Moody, you tell her that she owes me twelve fifty. <laughs> oh, Lonnie. Yeah. I, uh, think I have seen your friend mm-hmm. every time I every time I drink milk uh-huh she's on um well they don't do that anymore she's on the carton oh my god I always told her that's how I, I learned oh French god, Jack I'm sorry this is just kind of huge I always said Misty you are going to be a model you are going to see your face in print, and the world is going to know who you are, Misty <laughs> Moody. And she was always like, Lonnie, you're crazy. Look, I can't have this conversation right now. I have to go on one of my nighttime moor walks. And I was always like, Misty, that's so you. And that's the last time I saw her. Aw, mm. cute. Sounds like you guys had a really nice relationship. Oh, she was a kind, but mm, I loved her. That's that's love for you. That's family. That's I want you to use Holy some of that shit. in this script that we're gonna read. Okay. Uh, called Have okay. You Seen the Muffin Man? Remember your Grandel and then Gretel Grendel? Grendel? Yeah. Grandel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? You got that, guys? Yep. Great. I'm Grandel. I got stuff. it. I yes, okay. I understand. Exterior. Woods. Big tree trunks. They're tr- the trees. Soar into the sky. Big trees, old trees. Squirrels. Grasshoppers. Moths. Shafts of light come down through the leaves. Gretel and Grantle carve their names into a tree. They sing uh, while they do that. Or their little uh, work. Suddenly, a big stomp is heard. Uh, uh, could it be? Could it be? Another big stomp is heard. From around the corner, a very big, fat man walks around the corner. Hey, kids. Do you know where we are? I'm pretty lost. Um, yeah, we're in the forest, silly Billy. <laughs> What's Heard. your name? <laughs> are you kids dating or are you brother and sister? Well, we haven't really put a label on it. Oh, boy. 
I think we must be quite careful now. We don't know who this strange man is, my sister wife. Girl, it's like I always tell you. What is a stranger if not a best friend in waiting? Uh, I'm not looking to be friends. I'm just trying to get out of the woods, honestly. But my name's Peter. Peter, that is... Such a hot name. A pumpkin Can I tell you eater. something? Wait, that was my dad's name. What the what the prissy one say? The prissy one with his little pants tucked into his socks. Yeah, you heard me. Stand back, Gretel. <laughs> I shall draw my weapon okay. now. now. Whoa! Put the you gun down, to kid. Me, Peter. Whoa! Are you either a piper or a pumpkin eater? Well, nope. are you? Which Peter are thee? Last name's last name's Todd. Okay. Peter Todd? Yeah. Mm. Peter. Mm. Um It's not suspicious or anything. What are you kids doing Peter out here? Are you, you vandalizing that tree? We're declaring our love to the world. I'm declaring my love for my brother to the world. You know how I said earlier that we're not ready to put labels on it? Well, Grendel, I am ready to put a label on it. Okay, you guys, listen, I don't I don't want anything to do with this. No, Peter, Peter wait. Peter's I know gone. we're standing Gretel, off Do you mean it? Peter left. Ugh. Again? Oh, there goes our officiant. There goes our officiant, <laughs> Grendel. You have to stop scaring off these wanderers. Who will officiate our sibling w- wedding if not some random wanderer in these, the woods? Suddenly. Oh, you dumb bitch of a sister. Listen, uh, I love it when is, you do that. I know. this. I just want everything to be perfect for you. My sweet baby I know, but the thing is that the only perfection I need is to have you, me, and a random stranger from that yonder pathway. Suddenly a cop comes out of the bushes. Oh no, (laughs) you kids. I heard everything you said. Your bobbies are here. You're busted. No. You're busted like boils, kids. Oh, they've <laughs> found us, dear sister. We must get down on all oh, fours. No. Oh, God. oh, no, we've oh. been found. We've been very, very bad, oh, Mr. Policeman, sir. So Please don't punish my brother, husband, and I. Jesus. Oh, Dude, don't Guys, stop improvising. Now. Cut to. Sorry. The two children are in stocks in the middle of town. People are <laughs> gawking at them. And snickering behind oh. their hands, saying, Bad sibling lovers, sibling lovers, sibling oh, no. lovers, oh, sibling lovers. No, oh, oh, oh a ju- no, a judge oh, with no. big, Judge Dread with big, long white dreads, oh. with big, is standing in front of them, and he's God. proclaiming to the crowd, oh, A cop found these brother and sister talking a whole bunch of crazy horny stuff in the woods mm. and the but i checked the bible that's not allowed so what some if no no one speaks now we're gonna cut their heads off oh no well i hope they don't spank our bear does anyone have anything to butt. say Anyone? Oh, won't someone say something for someone us? Someone please ba- say something. From the back of the crowd, <gasps> there's a the uh, murmuring begins. The crowd oh my seems to be Peter, 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 Peter. The crowd Peter, 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 Peter. The crowd's parting. There's a Peter. There's a big man. A big man. Peter. Peter. A big man walks to the front of the crowd. He says, What's going on? How comes everyone saying my name? Oh my God. Grindel. Could it be? Oh God. Gretel. I believe it is. It's Peter. Peter. You came back. Peter File. Yeah, I got out of the woods. What's going on here? Peter. The judge looks down at Peter. Who are you? <laughs> well, Peter, tell the man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Peter Peter laughs. 
Oh, so funny running into you kids. <laughs> Never thought I'd see you here. Honestly, I'm just Jack. <laughs> Jack, when does this get erotic? When does this it's get been erotic? erotic? The entire time, I because it's only about. been disgusting. It's only been mm-hmm. really gross. Any any eroticism has been tainted. I think on these yeah. by this these morally gray characters. By, you know, I, not yeah. all of the characters that you're gonna watch in your big Hollywood films, Connor, are gonna be you know are gonna be Hawkman, okay, yeah. and Mister Captain Mr. Marvel. Captain. Marvel. They're not gonna all uh, be heroes. Actually, Some guys, of them are gonna this be is really actually ambiguous. you want to know who's actually you know who I like? I like She-Hawk because She-Hawk is actually kind of a real and flawed character. So your whole thing falls right apart. I like her and I like Superman. Are, yes. are you saying She-Hawk or She-Hulk? Yeah, She-Hawk. Hawkeye's girl. Hawkeye's throw- girl, his absolute do they, lady. Do they throw up into each other's mouth? Oh, you know it. That's hot. If baby, I can take some notes from that. Okay, let's try doing this again. Okay, well, let's get back in the script. You want more erotica? Here we go. By the way, sorry, no, no, hold on a second. I did the research, man. You people are always googling. I put viruses on a hundred people's computers, and they're all googling brother sister stuff. This is what people want. Also, in those ancient times, okay, there were like five people in your village. Some of them are gonna be your brother. Okay, well, I'll just give my honest feedback right now. I don't think it's making me very horny. Okay. And the smell coming from Alanis's chair uh-huh. is not helping. All right. Yeah. Here's it's something. I think over here. she has a stinky chair. All right. You... I'm not saying she stinks. I'm just wow. saying the chair oh, might be okay. stinky. You bratty little slut. Here's what we're going to do. Uh-oh. Something oh that's never been done in Don't. the history of writer's room. You you hear that? Freaking you pissing me off is the mother of invention. We're going to mm-hmm. have you pick up on the script where I left off and take it in a direction that you find hornier to your little taste. How does that sound? Oh, my God. Okay. This is unprecedented. I think that's great. Great. It's actually a pretty fun idea. I'm more excited actually- than I am, Ed. I'm excited to see where you take this. I have total it's important faith in to you. You it's can do important mine. to grow as a as a podcast, Jack. And I'm you know I'm 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 happy for you. Don't patronize me, Lonnie. But thank you. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> cut to the 1950s. Huh? <laughs> hey, I'm walking here. Hey, I'm Grendel and here. Grendel are. Surfing on the waves. They're having a great time. They're on a tandem board. Wow. Who'd have thought that they ever would have invented boards for tandem riding? Not this simple little provincial girl. And how? If only Uh, they invented a board for tandem riding with your sister, who you also (laughs) tongue. No, that's actually... Sorry. No, Jack... (laughs) <laughs> That's not in there. You can't add the brother sister stuff wherever you want. That's not in there at all. Oh, they're not oh, brother sister I, anymore. I guess I actually they're not I brother misread. sister anymore. Yeah. Oh, no. You'll see. You'll see in the next paragraph. Okay. Uh, they both explain what they found out is that they were never actually biological twins. But oh, don't okay. you think that them still acting on it with the full knowledge of that is kind of a, a complication in and of itself? I don't know, man. Just can we just get to the anal scene? If I okay. had a nickel, if I had a nickel, <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, let's do this. Uh, Greta grabs the big sharpie from the canister. I think I will choose um, this one. No, uh, this this. Um, this one is too big. My little hand can't fit all the way around it. And well, this one's too small. I'll simply snap it in two. So perhaps, well, I'll choose this one. Yes, that's just right. Knock, knock, oh. knock. Is there someone in my supply closet? Oh, oh my God. At- I'm so oh, sorry. I, you see, I simply followed the smell of my nose to your supply closet. I can sniff out a a, a hot, stinky marker from from anywhere. Okay, well, a simple yes would have sufficed. <laughs> the door opens and light 
bathes into the supply closet. Wow. It's teach teacher Peter. Peter. Peter the teacher. <sighs> hey, kiddo. I haven't what seen you y- since well, since the stockade. How have you been? Pretty terrible. Yeah. Peter's looking all over, touching his body for a pen. It's, he hasn't found it's it pretty what, all day. Pretty messed up what happened back there. Um you know, I always meant to call you and sort of talk about it, but something held me back every time. And, oh. well, oh, oh, keep oh. him distracted, sis. Keep him distracted. <sighs> what funny children you are. Have you seen my pen? Your pen? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. How can you think about pens at a time like this? The what, year is 1956. Time? School time, children? It's- what I was paid to think about. Waving around aimlessly with his hand, <laughs> schoolman Peter picks up what he thinks is a pen, which is really grandal with a sharpie up his ass. Oh, great, my pen. Uh, yeah, I'm just a regular old pen. Be cool, big Grandel, bro. Grandal, help me. Well, I you gotta help Guess me. I'll get back to grading my papers now. You get back to it, and remember, let us not nary speak about what hath happened in that very town square, lest we be shamed. That's some great English. Maybe we should move you up a year. What do you say? Would you like that, you you little baby genius? God damn, this pen is heavy. Yeah, it's... What'd you do um, to my pen? Like... Oh my god. This pen is as heavy as a whole child. Plus a pen. Oh, run, Grandal is having trouble. I'm gonna have to run it. What's that? The pen runs away. Uh, Oh, that's embarrassing. The human human pen cap runs down the hallway, uh, falls down skids, leaving a bunch of uh, a big Sharpie line. Wow. So what do you guys... Uh, That's what happens when you buy uh, when you buy generic Sharpie. Always buy, and then we see, and then we see full penetration. Okay, okay. I think erotica is more sort of about like beating around the bush, you know, not you know building suspense there. Instead, well, we were just getting to the beating around the bush. We were just getting to the full penetration. Mm. You think that's beating around the bush? Well, I mean, I there's some envision... around the bush, but then usually you get right to the sort of middle of the, the bush. The other thing is he kept saying oh, children, and again, in the earlier ones, they're they're not. They're, so we've fully aged them. They're aged up. They're desimplified. I wasn't getting are... that. Me neither. I wasn't really reading that. Um, I, uh, Jack, I, I had sort of, um, before we hit record... I had asked you to uh, not refer to my hairy, my my bushy anus. Um, I do have a a laser hair removal appointment set up for next week, but until then, um, you know, I'm just sort of making do with the the situation yeah, we know that God gave me. <laughs> we know you're making do. We can tell from the, the bushy anus. Um, and the way <laughs> is that, is, is that a ref- are you referring to how dewy my ass is because of how hairy it is? Uh, it's like well, coral, you know, do, like making picking up plankton or something. Yeah, I didn't come Great. on here yeah. to be body shamed. Is this, is this erotic? It was good or bad. I was simply describing, and that is shameful given the situation. And no, it's bad. I will, I will yeah. judge you now. Yeah. And I say it's very. It's a season of giving back. That's why Kia is expanding our partnership with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and making a donation for every eligible new car purchase during the holidays through Kia's Accelerate the Good program. Kia, movement that inspires. Kia will donate $8 for every new Kia vehicle that is purchased or leased at authorized Kia dealerships and delivered to retail customers between November 11, 2022 and December 31, 2022, with a guaranteed minimum donation of $1 million to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. See kia.com slash season of giving back for details. Very bad. 
Do you want more PVI? Do you need more PVI? Well, guess what? You can get it live and in the flesh. The first Tuesday of every month at Tall Boys Bar in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. We'll be there with some of the best comedians ever. We do little bits in between introducing them. I mean, you know, we have incredible people on there like Natalie Norman and Kyle Berg Stresser and Amar Singh. A lot of people, but it doesn't matter because you're not there. Not yet. So show up, please. Tickets are $10. You can find a link to them in our bio. We'd love to see you there. Take care of you, beauties. Podcast, very important. Uh, that one, I, I, okay, I don't like picking up your script. Um, well, I really had to make a lot of revisions and redactions. And physically, it's quite wet. I, you know, if yes, there's one thing like I've learned from, uh, from writing, all these years of writing, is that you can't polish a turd. You will just get wet, like you said. So, uh, time to is move on, your hands are kind of always covered in shit? That and because crusty, crusty. I think I just get unlucky. I think I'm just I have bad luck. You know. You think? Yeah, I I think so. I'm always falling in this stuff. I'm always stepping on it. I'm always I'll step on it and then I'll like yeah go look and then I'll lose my balance from looking standing on one foot and whoa and I'll and I'll put my hand in it and then I'll be like get stung by a bee right after and try to slap yeah. the bee and then I slap my face and there's poo on my face what did the bee say I don't know what did the bee say oh I was just wondering you talked about the bee and I was just wondering if you were you said you got in a fight with him and I was wondering if he said something and Something about like your family or your mom or something. It's okay. You don't have to look at me like that. It's just I was just wondering what the bee said to deserve a fight, but it's fine. Bee stung my little face. Your tiny little face. It's amazing that you can fit all the features on that. It's it is a small circumference. Circumference? That sucks. That's gotta be what bees think too. And they must think, oh, I gotta get this thing. Well, your face is so puckered. I really could see a bee thinking it was some sort of flower or, you know. Yeah. A poppy. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. Mm -hmm. No one's ever said that before. No one's ever compared me to a flower. Yeah. Okay. And before anyone can take it back, we'll move on to the next thing that happens in this podcast, which is where someone else more or less takes the reins and tells us their script. And Connor, you had a whole, you had a whole lot to say. You could do yours. Yeah. But it also, my, well, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. That's okay. I, my, I'm actually going back to the heart of romance here more than just straight up vulgarity. Like some other scripts. What other scripts? going back to just any of the other scripts we may have read already <laughs> okay. in this episode. Okay, great. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. So, uh, mine actually has a story to it. You know what I mean? It's got uh, romance and classic, classic storytelling. It's beautiful. It's set its period piece. Sets in the 1950s. It's got some incredible... Um, storytelling uh, and romance um, and uh, periods. It's about a woman, a maid, that falls in love with a doctor. Um, uh, he's a speech therapist, and this is in the Highlands of Scotland. And it's called Stuttering Heights. Oh. Nice. And it's really beautiful, and I was thinking, um, Lonnie, if you wouldn't mind playing the lead, uh, Messica. Uh, Messica? Okay, yeah. Oh, I see her here. Great. Yep. She's, she's like, 
Oh my God, you'll see. Ugh. And uh, Jack, could you please play Dr. Stutenberger? Yes. This happens in Scotland? Yes, this is in Scotland in the Highlands in a very remote place because um, you wouldn't believe it, but the Scots are very particular about pronunciation. So it's a, it's sort of an academy to unlearn bad habits. Learn okay. to speak Scottish. Sounds sounds erotic. So it's really sexy. It's like an asylum. It's all that good stuff. It's like a sexy mm. kind of asylum, like horror, terror, like BDSM dungeon, uh, sexy asylum. Uh, romance Speech therapy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you guys, ready? Ready to go? Oh, I'm yeah. ready. Uh, interior the Scottish Moors it's disgusting there's so much gross stuff happening here now it's raining there's so much fried food and the people there they have pimples they're pockmarked and chicken pocked but we pull up through the mist and above the clouds, hanging within the fog, is Stuttering Heights, the asylum for the verbally ill. Inside, uh, we cut to uh, Messica, working quickly, trying to fix up a bed as her friend, uh, Jessica, is standing nearby. You better, you better get on with it, Messica. You know how the doctor likes these things. You got to have a good impression when you meet him. I know. I really need to make a good impression on the doctor. I've always said doctors run the world. Who run the world? Doctors. And what doctors. I've always said. Oh, there I go again, prattling doctors on. Doctors run the world. Off I go uh, to make the bed. Uh, Messica drops the pillow, uh, looks down, <laughs> shrugs, then thinks of her sister. Right. Her sister uh, back home was uh, really small and sick and she coughs. Uh, she's holding on to her sister's hand in this flashback. It's so fucking sad. Don't worry, darling. The cough will pass. And when it does, we'll go walking again in the meadow. The way that you love. Remember? Skipping? Uh, running? Twirling in the meadow? That's where we'll go. When you get better. Any day now. There, there. The sister dies. Fuck. We, we cut back to Mesca the present day. Uh, if only her sister had been able to speak... Who knows what she may have said. If only my sister would have been able to speak. Who knows what she would have been able to say right before she died. The door bursts open and standing there is uh, the doctor holding a body. Hello, dearie. Hello, doctor. Tell me, whether did you find that body? Whom is it? I f- was hoping you could tell me that. I found it lying around in the hallway, which oh first God. of all is super unprofessional for a for an asylum like this. I know we're just this, you know, we're in a real <laughs> I'm, staffing crisis I'm right now. Really upset. Yeah, I know. I know. Despite the smell of the body, it's just oh, sort of Jessica's entranced by the eyes of Doctor Stutenberger. <sighs> she's old. This is an old body. This has been oh out for God. a while. Look at how stiff it is. It's how could so this? Stiff. How could this happen in my hospital? I am so sorry, doctor. I'm I know that this so body is stiff, but what if we made something else stiff? Do you know what the I mean? body is um, of sense? a geriatric? That's it's can, our. It's, it is moving. This this body. It's of our resident Jerry. Geriatric. Unfortunately, she has passed away. Oh, 
Uh, Jerry moves and is clearly uh, not dead, but just can't verbalize that she. Oh she's my alive. god! If only oh. that, if only this body could come back to life and tell us what happened to it. It seems that this has been happening so often lately, Doctor. Bodies in the hallways, you see. Surely there is some mystery afoot. Something altogether untowardly. Oh. Messica steps close to Dr. Stutenberger. But you'll protect Their me. lips are almost kissing. Oh. Do you think it's ghosts? I think that there are a lot of things in this world, in heaven and earth, more than you know in your mystery, Doctor. You're blowing Dr. my drops. fucking mind, nurse. The, That's Shakespeare. The doctor drops the body and grabs Jessica's face. Uh, Come here, you. His face. What you been having? On the floor. Mm. On the as they make out on the floor, geriatric screams inside of her silent body prison. Ah, oh, my face. How did you know that grabbing my face is my one weakness, my erogenous zone? Even. I'm a doctor. Ah. Uh. Messica grabs Jerry's. Grabs Dr. Studenberger by the hair and forcefully begins to try and push him down. Oh, jeez. I'd love to keep kissing you. Loving the kisses. They're just great. Dr. Studenberg releases her hands and uh, then gives her a little bump on the nose with his finger. Not today. You're going to learn how to play by the rules if you're going to get me. I just mm-hmm. came so hard when you bopped my nose. It's like I said, my face is my erogenous zone. So that did do it for me. Well, I guess we know where your G-spot is now, darling. Right on the tippy top of my nose, hun. <laughs> All right. Well, let's clean up this body. All right. Good. Geriatric lays on the floor silently screaming. Oh, Jerry, you were always so funny. If only I knew the jokes that you were making. Cut two. Well, we'll go to like uh, we'll go to the uh, uh, the the rival love interest comes in. Um, his name is uh, Sir Pew. Sir Pew. Yeah. So we'll go to the church that's in the. Uh, we'll okay. go to the church scene. Oh, now um, his name makes sense. Yeah. Hello and welcome to church. Is there anyone here that thinks they should be married? Well, Jessica <laughs> Messica stands up slowly, regretfully. Sir Pew also stands up. Oh, Messica and Sir Pew. What a fine match. Yes, it's the match that I've always wanted. You see, ever since I was a young girl, I knew that I would be with Sir Pew. That's right. It's a poem I just wrote. From up in the top of the church, hanging from a bungee cord as Dr. Stutenberger, he's watching this with horrified but aroused intent. Oh, I'm gonna have to have a wank and kill myself. I guess it's time to do what mother always said. Marry the man who comes after the man that you're deeply in love with. Settle for him, you see. There is safety in stability. And that's actually, so that's a poem that she wrote as well. It sort of runs in the family. Well then, come down and I'll marry you to forever have sex with each other. I guess. Oh! Wait a minute. What was that? Something. A, there's like some sort of like bird shit or some shit on me, says Jessica. He's ruined my fucking. Br- something's ruined my bridesmaid outfit. Oh my oh. god. Jessica! <laughs> Did oh, someone fuck. call my name on this, the day of my marriage? I kind of stand by and watch you marry this tall fuck. He's tall, so swinging tall. Hook. He's so tall. And by today's Swing. standards, that's about five, five, six, you know? 
I yeah, love most you. people are sick back then. Swinging from a stretched bungee cord quite limply and with wet stained pants. <laughs> Dr. Stutenberger. Oh my God. Dr. Stutenberger, if you love me so, why for did you leave? I forgot. You forgot? I forgot what we're doing. You just sort of, you <laughs> forgot that we had a thing going on. I just forgot about it. I'm sorry. Um, no, I, so like. But then I remembered. And okay. I missed it. Yeah. I mean, like, I sort of have like a stable thing going here. Um, you oh. know, with Dr. Pew. He's a doctor too. And, um. I guess I just sort of want to circle back on you forgot. Yeah, like I got busy. I you got you got busy. I'm like the I'm the resident. It's just a lot to deal with. I'm sorry. I think it'd be nice to have you have you back. Oh, you're life. busy. I I'm literally there's there's two nurses in this entire asylum. I'm uh, I'm I'm basically running this place, but you're too busy. You're making me change um, my mind. I, no, no, I no. hate to interrupt my own wedding ceremony. What is it, Dr. Pew? Pew. Well, you see, I wish that I could marry you so I could bed you, my dear. Of course. Who doesn't? Well, can we get on <laughs> with it then? Oh, you're right. Mm. His <laughs> lips are huge and turn outward like a worm. His skin is sallow. His salad is nasty. Salad. Dr. Pugh, wait. At first I said nothing when your lips were so worm-like. And then, well, I said nothing when your skin was so sallow. That's like parchment. But it's just like parchment. Always carved it in writing, too. I can't make heads nor tails of it because I can't read. A woman of my well, time like is not taught paper. to read. And that's something I really think we should talk about at a later time. But I, I don't think that I'm forgetting about that, okay? We're going to get back to that. But also, Dr. Pugh. Oh, slavery's bad, too. Remember that? We all think slavery's bad, even though that's where all our money's from. Hey, here, here. Mm, it's important to sort of retroactively moralize bad. your characters, even though in a historical context, it wouldn't really make sense to do that. But anyway, we're not talking no. about screenwriting in 2022. We're talking about our impending nuptials. And no, I don't just mean my upwardly turned breasts forever reaching to heaven and God up in heaven. Mm. You oh. see, Dr. Pugh... It is your salad that I cannot forgive. Your salad upon which I cannot look past. It is so wilted, so browning, you see. And well, Dr. Pugh, I don't love you, nor your salad. I, I see. I know this Sir is Sir Pugh goes to the Dr. Stutenberger that's hanging from the ceiling undoes Dr. Stutenberger's buckle. Uh, oh, cheers. Uh, oh my God. Pulls his pants down to his ankles uh, right on. and then hangs himself with them. Oh, oh my, oh, oh my God. Uh, you know what? I know this is kind of, this isn't kind of poor taste. He always had a thing with his sister. It was like, like I was kind of very made very aware by the sister that I was the third wheel in the relationship. And that's, I don't know about, you know? Uh, Am don't I right? be intolerant. You're, you're right. Maybe he's up there with his sister, who of course died of cholera last week. Maybe he's up in heaven with our dear God, looking down at my perky nipples. Oh, oh I'm still up here. I need help getting down. Okay, I'm Bung just gonna undo bears. this last this last bungee cord, and oh. here it goes. Sir, ah. uh, uh, Doctor Stutenberger falls to the floor in a heap of piles of clothes and piles of cum. Doctor Stutenberger and he stands up and kisses the girl ah. so hard. That's for her. Realizes that was Jessica and not Messica. Jessica. Oh. But I just had to get one in. <laughs> Everybody yeah! laughs. Yeah. So I love a freeze think? frame credit, and when the credits rolled there, I thought it was great.
Nothing sexier. And I like that you got the ending. Yeah. And I like that you sort of, you got more color on the relationship between Jessica and Messica. Like, it's kind of, um, Mm. it's important to see how they interact and sort of what the color of their relationship is. And I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah. Yeah, I really wanted to draw parallels between uh, Jessica and Messica's sister. And that's Um, interesting. And in the first draft, uh, I did have her sister actually say something. Mm. Um, What? And it was, my name is Jessica. Oh my god! Whoa, smart writing tip, everyone. That M. one's Shyamalan evergreen. Never found, goes wrong. Found gooped, found gagged. Where did you yeah. come up with the the concept of the face being an erogenous zone for her? Well, you see, something that women love is just poking. Like I'll get like just my hands. Yeah, and. I'll go in and I'll just like you're so beautiful. Sure. I'll just, mm-hmm. and just, just really get, get, get in, in there. and yeah. sort of Push like a little bit. Like Game like of Thrones needing. with um you know, Pedro Pascal. Yeah. There is not one woman that I that's worth being with that hasn't enjoyed that. It kind of looks like you're needing pizza dough, but you're afraid of pizza dough. And you I um yeah, it's yeah. gross. I'm making slime. I'm yeah, like, I don't want to touch it. Well, you're making, making slime down yeah. in my tight yeah, little right. panties. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's a freaking girl's face. It's nasty. They're tight because uh, of the hairy, the the bushy butt. Lonnie, do you have a? Do you? Do we do one? Do you have a script? Do we do your script? Great segue. Mm. Connor gets a little gold star for that segue. Mm. I did. I, I brought a a short. Um, I brought a scene that I've been working on. Really, I'm sort of. I'm trying to base the movie around mm. this one scene. So I really want to flesh it out. This is also okay. a romance, but it's it's an erotic thriller. Oh, um, it is nice and short. That's perfect because yeah. my antipsychotics are starting to kick in. Good, 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 <laughs> Just good. Gonna get and boring. I want to wrap this up. So yeah. this is from my uh, developing script. This is just one scene from my developing script. It's called "Running Diagonally Scissor Together." <laughs> and running diagonally scissor okay. together, and so it it stars. Uh, two uh, reoccurring characters of mine. There is uh, Edwina Scissor, mm-hmm. and uh, and and her longtime will they won't they uh, Jonathan together. Okay, <laughs> Jonathan together and Edwina okay. Scissor, and Edwina Scissor and Jonathan running together. diagonally Scissor together, and they find themselves in this scene. Uh, being tracked down, being hunted by a serial killer. Mm. And the only way that these two can survive is to work through their differences to sort of really come together. And who knows, they might even come together with Jonathan together. That's so sweet. That's so nice. We open on a derelict meadow. It's barren. It's it's dry. Suddenly, rustling from the bushes comes voluptuous, perky, high-heeled Edwina scissors. Closely behind her follows Jonathan's scissor. They run, tripping, scrambling over the dirt, followed closely I- by an unnamed an unseen assailant. Why did you tell us to, why'd you tell me to wear business casual? This is bad running attire. Edwina gestures to her high, high heels, stacked mountainous. You're always complaining instead of helping out on what we could do to really make this better. You're always getting us into these insane situations where we're in hallways that have tons of doors and we're running from one to the other all the time. Suddenly... Oh, yeah. That's all my fault. Suddenly, the sound of a twig breaking somewhere in the distance is heard. An owl hoots, despite it being about 
12.30 in the afternoon. Oh, fuck it, Wiener. I'm allergic to owls. That's no owl, you fool. It's them. That's right. Who, please, you need to explain things more. I don't know what you're talking about most of the time. There's no time. Run. God damn it. They run. And stepping forward from the bushes is a shaven-headed, bespectacled, huge glasses, uh, multi-piercinged, non-binary serial killer. That's right. It's them. Edwina, stop. Edwina, look. What? Behind you. It's... Yeah, it's them. We gotta go. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Okay, let's get out of here. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. uh, Just a second, Lonnie. Uh, Yeah. So, the erotic bit is... Or the um, romance bit, or the we're we're getting to it. we're getting to it. Oh, okay. So it okay. is going to happen here. Okay, it's going to happen in the clearing. Okay. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, they didn't the mean, two sorry. make their way to the other side of the clearing, slowly pursued by their killer, by their would-be killer. They're moving very slowly because they're in no rush to catch their prey. So sure of themselves are they. Suddenly, they're still coming. Hurry, Jonathan. <laughs> the two look up and spy with their horny, massive, and terrified eyes a treehouse. There, there it is. That's where we can go. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Wow, we agreed for once. Edwina. Let's get up there quick. Let me. I'll give you a hand. Jonathan, you we have to hurry. There's no time. Come oh, on. Fuck's sake, Edwina. Yeah, let's go. Follow me. We have to go up <laughs> into the treehouse. Jonathan and Edwina have changed <laughs> vocal uh, vocal styles. You see, they are they are falling in such love that you see them taking upon each other's vocalisms. It's it, it is a a way to show but not tell that the two are falling madly in love. Get up there, you crazy baby. You're my best friend, Edwina. <laughs> Let's Edwina's go talk about scrambles it. up, not taking off her massive high heels. She'll be caught dead before she'll be caught making a fashion faux pas. Ow, ow, ow. Oh, Edwina, your high heels, they pierce me. Ouch. Yes. They make their way to the top of the, of of the, uh, of the tree and and clamber into the the treehouse, quickly pulling uh, the uh, the uh, the rope and ladder, uh, 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 the the, uh, the rope and treehouse ladder up behind them. At that uh, point, uh, their killer uh, appears, standing resolute and still, but enraged. Non-binary people cannot climb. You see. What do you think of that, you? No, they, they them. They, them, Edwina. That's, is it, I can't say you? Is you okay? Uh, is you okay? Is you okay? The killer takes out their smartphone and records the whole incident oh, before posting fuck. it to Twitter. Oh, Edwina. Don't film me. And no. Jonathan have That's been That's actually don't illegal. Me. You need my permission for that. You're actually not allowed to do the that. The two have been canceled. That's the illegal. Twitter mob has you already You can't descended. use this. Oh, jeez. I've already been canceled. With nothing well, left to the lose, the two turn to each life. other. The world is closing in on them, digitally speaking. They know that now it's now or never for them to act on their unbridled, horny, bonery passion. I guess we have to be uh, cam sluts now. The two realize yep. that it's time for them to be cam sluts. They set up their their phones to be their cameras and log on to www.camsluts.ca. Holy crap, uh, hey, we've already guys. made we've already made twenty six thousand dollars. Yes, Vice and BuzzFeed ran an article about how we got uh, we got, we started camming. 
Wer kann... Jonathan, I know. They've, I've been freaking getting... Freaking shooting tokens out my woohoo. <laughs> Their cam feed is taken is is clogged with with alt-right and conservative <laughs> <laughs> trolls looking only to give money to the people who were canceled by the woke mob. Man, this is great, huh? I really think we're the good guys. Yeah, it's so nice that the good guys always have a happy ending. Finally achieving a sense of moral superiority, uh, the two ejaculate at once. Uh, oh, oh, secure in the fact that they actually had it all figured out. Their hot takes, honey, only brought them closer together. <laughs> they come warmed by how hot their takes just were. Okay, Lonnie. Holy shit, Alanis! Whoa! Yeah. You didn't see that. You didn't see the social comment. The, the social to- commentary really came in at the end there. I mean, cancel culture has it gone too far? That's what I ask. And then I was really getting big, like light lighthouse vibes at the end. You yes. know, like yes, Robert Pattinson just, is there. Had just a, the like. Oh, did they fuck at the end of the lighthouse? I hope bomb. they did. I never watched it. What's the one where the dog, the cat, the other, and the snake or something are all going on? Homeward Bound? Dog. Yeah. Cat dog. I had big time Homeward Bound vibes. Yes. You know, you know that dog, <laughs> those dogs and that cat got, got home and they fucked oh. in celebration. <laughs> they did hump for sure. <laughs> oh, They're hell animals. Yeah. Hell yeah. They right, did well, hump. As, for as sure. all, we, are we all, you know? It stinks in here it is steamed up i'm a, I'm a it's human disgusting we're mm. gonna have to call you know what i've been who i've been calling after these kinds of records is not actually like a uh, like a regular cleaner i'll call a crime scene cleaner they're way yeah, more thorough yeah. and i'll just say that yeah oh yeah, yeah. i'll be unspecific i'll be like yeah over there i guess they're That's probably gonna the, walk uh, in they're gonna give one sniff and they're gonna say was Alanis percocet here ha <laughs> yeah because you're well, uh, stinking, stinking. I have a distinct it's not, stink. It's not as easy as, as that, is it, though, Jack? Because I've had to play the dead body twice now. Yeah, and you're I no delay, good. At I it. delay. In the, well, it's I. You have make me lay on the toilet. Well, yeah, yeah or wherever like he's got to clean, and you can't keep it up. Yeah, or inside the oven. Yeah, it's just you're like just Bob Dylan said. To, you don't lay, lady. I lay. know it's good. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows that that song is about convincing your best friend to pretend to be dead so you can yeah, call a crime scene cleanup that. instead of Layla. a regular maid. Yeah. I put that That's, song on when I'm laying my wig. You got to make me clean, Layla. All right, Connor. Since you've been such a good boy this whole episode. So good. Yeah. Would you do us the honor of saying the completely accurate uh, quote yeah. that will close up the episode. This is from Rolio and Juliet. How doth thou see what thou must be? Up, down, thither, whither, in, out, bither, bother. Humphrey, Gumphrey, forest, and more. Inwards, outwards, and through the door. Her breeches found up mine in the alley, say, doth how you like it, you like it that way. Yeah. You know, I get something new from that passage every time I hear it recited, whether it's at Stratford or sort of, you know, Shakespeare in the Park. I find myself uh, hearing it with new ears. Mm. It means, do you want to fuck? Yeah, yeah I'm going to yeah, have to get new ears after what that, yeah. whatever the fuck that was did to them, let me tell you. Mm. Um, I... I've been so lucky and so uh, tickled uh, and satisfied and stimulated by my guests today. Connor Doyle, of course, friend, partner. Hi. Yeah. Good. And of, and big, 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 big get Alanis Percocet of the Lola and Lonnie podcast. If you don't already listen to it. Right here. If you don't already listen to it, turn yourself into the police. It's too late. Maybe they'll play it for you in prison if you're nice enough. To prison, bitch. I've been listening to that ages ago. (laughs) And I, of course, am Jack Piss. 
This has been the writer's room. Please don't, don't forget, forget to write. Kisses. Stella Rosa Wines wants to make your holidays a little bit merrier with an extra $500 in your wallet. Go to StellaRosa.com slash wish for your chance to win. Please celebrate responsibly. Celebrate. Stella Rosa. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Filmed shortly after Y2K erased most child labor laws in Canada, Ding Dong High is known as the action park of kids' television shows. Infamous for accidents and deaths both on and off set, Ding Dong High left many damaged child stars in its wake, two of which are hosting a brand new podcast, Ding Dong Watch Along. Learn the true story of Ding Dong High. Subscribe to Ding Dong Watch Along now.